back to Greg in the Morning Buzz. All right. It is uh, Monday, July 16th. And uh, tonight is the night. Brand new documentary. Emmy-winning director. Marina Zenovich has a... Uh, Documentary, Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind, an intimate documentary celebrating the comedy genius that debuts tonight on HBO. And we are joined, Marina joins us on the phone this morning. Good morning, Marina. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a big day for me. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. You know, I, I've heard about it. I, I've, I knew that this was being made. I, I read about it. And as a longtime fan, we were just talking about this on the air. I'm really excited to see it because, you know, I'm such, I was such a fan of Robbins, but I'm also, I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a little nervous because I didn't know his struggles uh, that he was going through, and I, I like we were talking about before we went on the air, and something I've shared with our listeners is that when he passed away, it affected me more than more than most celebrities do. I, I don't, and I, I have a hard time explaining why that is, but man, I was rocked when he passed away. I think a lot of people were. I think I think that. People felt like he belonged to them. Yeah. And there was something about his soul and his generosity and just who he was that made you feel like he was yours. Yeah. And I think a lot of people didn't know about the Parkinson's disease. And then after he killed himself, it turned out that he had something called Lewy body dementia. Mm-hmm. So he really didn't know. His mind was, was misfiring, and he didn't know what was going on. But the film doesn't really focus on that. Right. Of course, it's always the elephant in the room because everyone knows how the story ends. Mm-hmm. But we're here to celebrate the life and the genius and the mind and the humor. So you will laugh and you will cry, but you will laugh. And a lot of people have found it incredibly inspiring because you just see what he had and how he rose to the task of of using that that extraordinary mind. Yeah, and to me, it what made what set him apart. It was he was it was like a kinetic energy, like it was unlike anything I had seen. You know, he he would shift from you know being uh, just talking like a, a regular person into that high speed sort of wow, this guy's taking me on a ride. Like you know, most performers or performers to that point hadn't <laughs> done for me, and that's what I think you know, made him made him great. And one of the other things was, as much as I loved him as a comedian, I loved him in serious movies as well. Side the photo Side the photo guy. Side the photo guy. Yeah. There's another one right there. <laughs> I love right. that movie. We have that we have that in the movie. Yeah. One hour photo. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know what a lot of people don't know is that Robin was an actor. I mean I mean an actor's actor in the sense that he went to Juilliard. Yeah. And studied with, you know, John Houseman and he could have been an amazing theater actor. Mm-hmm. But he, he left and started doing improv and then started doing stand up comedy. I mean three very different um, paths. Yeah. So he could do anything. And it's great to kind of watch the trajectory of you're gonna you're gonna eat it up. We're gonna have to talk after you see it because you know when you see the story of how he ends up on Mork and Mindy, yeah. you know after like six months in San Francisco, he goes to L.A. and he ends up he ends up on Happy Days because Gary Marshall's son 
saw Star Wars and stopped watching Happy Days. And Gary Marshall's like, why aren't you watching Happy Days anymore? And he's like, I want an alien on Happy Days. Oh, that's and funny. And that's how that happened. That's wow. funny. find Robin. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, and, you know, because Robin Williams was such a kind of uh, amazing actor who moved around so much that he didn't know he was going to do. It was so unpredictable. They ended up bringing in a fourth camera to... To follow him, and he changed the form. That's funny. I mean, he was a master, and um, the film really celebrates him. Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind, debuts tonight on, uh, on HBO. Kelly Brown? We've seen, like, whether it was on Inside the Actors Studio or, or on Late Night with Johnny Carson or whoever, he would be calm for a while, and then he would start, he couldn't control himself, he'd start doing bits, and what, but what was it like if he just went over... <laughs> to like visit Billy Crystal, whom you interviewed, would he be calm the whole time, or would he break into bits like he would uh, on, on Late Night? Well, I think with Billy and Bobcat Goldthwait, his other good friends, he would, he would spar with them because that's what they did. They played. But if you weren't of that level, I think he was quiet. I think Arthur Grace, a photographer, a friend of his, who chronicled him, said, you needed to know when he wanted to be quiet, and he wanted to be quiet. I mean, someone I interviewed talked about how he was very, very quiet until a third person came into the room, and then he had an audience, so he would turn that switch on. But he was a quiet, thoughtful man who I, who I think needed a lot of time to recharge after spending so much energy. I mean, if you watch the stand-up routine, you know, I mean, he is wet with sweat oh yeah sweating is his his life just giving it all and it's just so wonderful to see someone so invested and committed to their craft this is uh marina zanovich the emmy winning director of robin williams come inside my mind it debuts tonight on hbo and we were talking before we came on the air about how you know being such a fan i mean you know mrs doubtfire i mean name there's so many patch adams I, I, there's a million movies that i that i love some of which others didn't but i i was a big fan of his and when he was in the area filming i think it was jumanji he was in the new england area it was great to hear from people who had encountered him because their uh, experiences meeting him and, and hanging out with him um, were, uh, they, they, they sort of validated how I hoped he would be. Do you know what I mean? Like a nice, gentle guy with a really right. warm heart. And that's what I'm really looking forward to, to seeing uh, the documentary, but I'm also looking forward to seeing what some of his friends, the celebrity friends, had to say. Of all the people that you interviewed for the project, uh, Marina, who was who struggled the most with it, his passing? Oh, I'd have to say, I mean, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait didn't want to be interviewed, um, but I, I got him in there with the archive. I think he, he, it's too hard for him. I think Billy struggled a lot, mm -hmm. you know, um... A lot of people. I mean, his manager, you know, everybody he touched, his yeah. son. But with regards to other celebrity friends, I mean, Billy, you know, Billy was, I didn't know what to expect. And he really, he moved me so much because you could feel that he thought they were going to grow old together. Right, right. And, um, and you could feel in the interview that they weren't, and he felt robbed mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. David Letterman also um, is very touching and talks about when they first started out and then comes full circle talking at the end when they, after they both had heart surgery. You know, he mm -hmm. really appreciated Robin in a way that, that is quite beautiful to see Letterman doing. Yeah. Um, 
I think everyone was was gutted. I mean, it was a mm. shock um, and incredibly sad. And you know, well, it's uh, it's incredibly unfortunate. But we have the movie to celebrate his life, and um, you know, you'll do a lot of laughing, a lot of crying, but you know. Can't wait to see it. If we're, we're attempting to get inside his mind, which yep. was the comedy routine he did in the 70s. Yeah. You know, he was so ahead of his time. Oh, yeah, there I agree. There was no one like him, and, and I, I hope you enjoy the movie. Tonight on uh, HBO, Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind. Uh, Marina, nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming on with us this morning. Can't wait to see the uh, movie tonight. Okay, I guess Shoot. that's it. <laughs> I lost her. Huh? We must have lost. Well, or did we have yeah. her? Uh, no, we went late. Yeah, we went yeah, late. We went so late. Probably just we went late. Yeah, I had it coming up at nine thirty. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Done man. documentaries on Richard Pryor, Roman Polanski. Well, at the end, he, the first rodeo. At the end, he was really paranoid. Like he thought people were after him, and all. I read a, an article that really it makes you sad to know that somebody could be live in that kind of prison. You know, this kind of mental prison. And you know it exists. Mental illness is a real thing. Um, but, you know, sometimes you're unaware of how it affects people and what they're dealing with. And the fact that people are talking about it and this kind of thing can be put out in the open uh, only helps understand it, hopefully, a little bit uh, a little bit better. So, yeah, my favorite Robin Williams movie. Man, I'll tell you, Goodwill Hunting's great. Mrs. Doubtfire is really oh, good. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. You know? When you want his, if you're looking for his comedy, yeah, I, I think I'd go with Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Wouldn't you? That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Did you ever I see Bicentennial Man? Yeah. Bicentennial, he was yeah. a robot. I know, I expected to hate it, and I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I, I went in there thinking, oh, this is garbage. And then the next thing you know, I watched the whole movie. I'm like, oh, he's a cool kind of robot. And Good Morning Vietnam? Forget oh, about yeah. it. I want to know how much of that was riffing. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rocking it from the Delta to the DMZ. That's right. Mm. That was good. Oh, you coming with that Walter Brown thing? <laughs> That's I loved line. RV. The kids loved that movie. And <laughs> oh, RV I is great. I like Jumanji. That. Jumanji loved yeah, it. You know, Jumanji wasn't a movie for me. wasn't a eh, It was and neither was the remake. By the way, you know. Oh, which, the remake was funny, which is weird because the kids loved that one too. You would think I would have. Uh, I would have really been into it. Goodwill Hunting. Patch Adams. He played that doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert De Niro was in that movie. That was a good one. Um, yeah, Fisher King. He was in. Uh, August Rush. He was in August yep. Rush. Uh, he played the uh, the kind of uh, kid who took in all, the the guy who took in all those kids and had them steal and stuff. Yeah, Jack. That's right. Oh, he adult yeah, as a kid. Yeah. Another good one right there. That would have been a good rank for tomorrow. Maybe um, it will be. All right. Well, anyway, maybe uh, nine thirty nine tomorrow. Oh, uh, tomorrow we have uh, 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 Doctor Pimple Popper is going to mm-hmm. join us and Scal and uh, Scalabrini. Uh, Brian Scalabrini, former Boston Celtics, now covers the games. He's doing a big celebrity event down in Boston. We'll be talking to him. We love the scale.